and welcome to my gorgeous son, a podcast hosted by me, Rolly Bush, and my gorgeous, talented, wonderful son, Andy. Hello. Featuring, as always, Everardo the Intern, fresh from Ryerson University's podcast program, and our producer, Stephen, and a special guest every week, Andy. Yes. Hello. Hello. Oh, wow, wow. What a great, uh... It's a great time. We're having a, already having a great time. You're, you, how are you doing? I'm feeling great. Oh, he's feeling good. I'm feeling good. Today we're going to get into all sorts of things. We've got a special uh, positivity life coach that we're going to interview. He's going to give Andy advice on what to do with his life, as always. And here's a little tale I like to tell. As Andy went down to, uh, he grew up in Halifax with me under my roof. Went down to Los Angeles to pursue fame and fortune. Failed at that. And then came back and we met up in Toronto and now he's living in, at home again. And I think that's uh, accurate. That's, I mean, close, except for the failure part. I just missed you, basically. So oh. there, comes a, there comes a time in someone's life when, when you start to worry about your parents and you want to be closer to them. And I didn't realize you were living with me because you were worried about me. Yeah, that's why. Oh, I didn't know that. That's and Trump, and Trump won, and then, you know... Oh, you were fleeing Trump. Yeah. You're, you're, like, you're like all those Americans who said they were going to move to Canada, except you were a Canadian who went to an economically more convenient situation. But anyway, I'm happy to be here. It's very good. It's exciting to be on this podcast, I guess. For tuning into this podcast, you know, this is... Um, it's, it's a multi-fold uh, purpose, multi-purpose fold. It's, uh, you know, I host it with just to spend some quality time, some QT with my cute B boy, Andy, my lovely son. And also, um, you know, we bring on a variety of guests who, uh, who could uh, give you advice on how to take your life in a different direction or how to improve things. You know, we could all use that advice and Andy could use it too. So this is all about my boy. But before we get into any of that too deeply, um, Andy... How's it going? How's your week? How the I, heck was your week? My week was great. My week was uh, was was really good. I did a lot of. Um, I bought a I bought a piano, so that's oh exciting. the piano. We talked about that last week. We talked about how you were gonna buy it. Yeah, yep. And I decided to buy it. I went and I, I purchased it. The the uh, the person at the uh, at the store upsold me, but um, I, I I. What do you I, mean? What what to add additions to it? Yeah, just be- better. Better, uh, I don't know. Better uh, drums and and, and like a and, and like uh, classic piano upsell. <laughs> you you, you yeah. want the standard piano drums or better piano drums? Well, you I mean, also bought drums. Yeah, no, I didn't. Yeah, I know a, it was just buying a separate bought, thing. <laughs> he basically he was he was like you could take this piano that just has the piano stuff, but then this has drums and horns and all that other you know cool stuff that you probably want if you want to be a gig musician. So, so when you're saying piano, but you mean like synthesizer? Well, it's not a synthesizer. It is. It's an electric piano that plays other instruments. So that was. Um, I don't know. He just. That's different. He was very convincing. Well, I, I didn't want to buy an actual. Pi- who buys pianos now? Nobody. No one buys a piano. Yeah, yeah. Like, Sounds I, like I, you did, and drums. Everardo's <laughs> <laughs> no. getting cute. Yeah. Hey, we didn't introduce our intern, Everardo. Yes. Uh, that's right. I'm here, Everardo. Uh, intern, happy to be here. Oh, great to have you, Everardo. Yeah, it's uh, great being here. It's my favorite internship I've ever done. You're uh, fresh out of um, what college did I scoop you out of? Ryerson. Uh, yeah, Ryerson. Uh, Ryerson. Ryerson. Wow, is that what they call it? Yeah, not Ryerson. It's actually Ryerson. Nobody asked for about above us. It's on the second floor of a bank in Chinatown. It's called Ryerson, and uh, it has a podcasting program. And uh, I 
this, this is part of my internship for that. That's a school. deeply nuanced Toronto porn joke. <laughs> if you know Chinatown and you know the sort of places that would be above the buildings in it. Yeah, this is, this is just a legit universe, uh, college. <laughs> University college. You, why are you so naturally shifty? Yeah. Nothing you say is believable. You went, you went, to, cla- you went to school for podcasting. Yeah, yeah. And this Podcast is what, what has come out. Your whole thing is like you say statements that no one would disbelieve and <laughs> somehow manage to make them hard to believe. I, uh, you know, today I was walking down the uh, avenue street. I mean, street. <laughs> it doesn't matter. There's are no difference. Yeah. Well, at Ryerskin, they want us to kind of stop saying Ryerskin. <laughs> He's going with it. He's going to stay with it. Ryerskin. What a cutie. Take uh, a mistake and turn it into, uh, you know, something that what is the opposite. <laughs> no mistakes in improv. No mistakes in improv. Only gifts. It's all <laughs> gifts. That's what it's called. Del Close. Del Close. Del Close said that? I once did heroin with Del Close. We jerked off into the same small toilet. <laughs> Good God. Wow. John Belushi was... Um, that was the first Del Close marathon. marathon. Oh, my God. <laughs> Del Close marathon. I, uh, I drank... Full disclosure, I drank way too much green tea before this. Oh, and I think that's that's what jittery. Huh? Fucked you up. Yeah. I'm lisping. And same switch consonants constantly mess mess things up. Yeah. Okay. This is also the first time I've talked publicly today. <laughs> oh, you having one of those quiet all day days. Yeah. Yeah. Del Cloth Marison. <laughs> Del Cloth Marison. You know uh, Del Close, Andy? Oh, of course, yeah. Everardo, you know Del Close, the work I'm, of Del Close? I'm familiar, yeah. I mean, he started. Uh, he, he he he's all pretty much all modern improv. Oh, yeah. It comes from him. If you ever want to have like a fun um Way to commit suicide? <laughs> Buy a gun and then just ask an improviser about Del Close. <laughs> about seven minutes into their reverential eyes to God tale, and then about ask his ask doings. Him. Just slowly put the gun in your mouth and release yourself. <laughs> ask him the difference between IO and UCB as well, because that's a big that's a big matter of contention with Del Close. Because Del Close was essentially, you know, then it, I'm turning into that guy. Never mind. You'll do it. it. You're halfway there. I would love to hear as someone who's. I wouldn't want to say dabbled in improv. We'll say dabbled. I want to hear your – give us the quick Del Close biopic. I, I don't know that much about Del Close. All I know is that he um, sort of started I.O. or was part of I.O. And then uh, there was a schism. I.O. stands for? Improv Olympic. Cool. There you go. And then there was a, uh, there was a schism, uh, I think, after his death. Um, be- fairly recently, actually, and then a group of I.O. members went off and made the Upright Citizen Brigade. Upright <laughs> this Citizens this Brigade. is the history of the Upright Citizens Brigade. <laughs> when I ask you to describe someone's life... I don't know about like, Del Close. Who the fuck is he? I don't really know. That's why That is I what everyone you. knows. I really said, don't. I was talking he, about the difference between UCB and I.O., and then you're like, tell me about Del Close. I don't know. Then say that. I say, what? <laughs> Andy, tell me about Doc Close. He's like, he started a theater. He died. Now let me tell you about this separate theater that started. Uh, that's all I know. You've been drinking him. the UCB Kool Aid. Yeah, you're actually. I don't know much about Doc Close. He was a he was a great man. That's why him. I wanted to hear your best attempt. Well, that was my attempt, and you 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 just ripped it apart. I didn't mean to. Rip I want to hear apart. your story about Doc Close. Is that it? You just jerked off in a in a toilet together? <laughs> Do you have any other? That's all. Yeah. That's it? You did? That was it? Del Close and I got together. It was the late 60s. Chicago. We were coming out of a Cubs game. Go Cubbies. <laughs> Went back to his place. Did some smack. Or as we called it at the time. Which the kids are now calling, you know, new smack. 
And we, uh, yeah, we tied off. We went to the bathroom, found his smallest toilet, and tied off, jerked off into it together. Where John Belushi, can I, can I just John Belushi was in the other room. Really? And he was going, he was banging on the door, going, "Guys, I ha- have to pee." <laughs> and we were like, "Shut up, man!" Because you couldn't finish quick That's enough. Cool, man. He wanted the toilet for being in, and Dell and I wanted to jerk off uh, into it. I know. I'm just saying it took too long to the small one. Okay, cool. He had so, two toilets. Yeah, the small, so the small mm. one. So I guess Jim Belushi could have used the big one, though. Jim Belushi. <laughs> Oh, John Belushi! <laughs> no, that's good. That's a good. Uh, that's a good Freudian slip about your comedic tastes. Jim Belushi is not that bad. <laughs> what? Wow. Jim Belushi is not that bad. Have you seen uh, what is that? The one about? Uh, it's like not Family Man because that's, that's according uh, to Jim. Acor- no, that's a I'm, according to Jim. No, there's like a it, there's one about it's not Family Man, but there's a Jim Belushi version of Family Man. Where he's like family man, like the Nicolas Cage. Yeah, movie? where he's like, I wish, which is essentially just it's yeah, you know, it's wish, a wonderful life. I wish I'd hit that home run because then I'd have a hot wife. That's yeah, it's something like that. That's I want to look that up. Nick, well, that's the Nick Cage one. He Wait, says, maybe it's a remake of a Jim Belushi movie. No, you think the Nick Cage one's a remake of a Jim Belushi movie? <laughs> I swear to How God. How far back do you think Jim Belushi goes? As, essentially, as soon as John Belushi died, Jim yeah. Belushi came in. He was reborn that. as a weird, worse one. Is Jim we should all be so lucky. Blues Brothers 2000? No, or no? I think Jim took on the role, yeah. Oh, did he? And then really? Dan Aykroyd has somehow become his own Jim Belushi. <laughs> oh, God. He's, he's oh. spelling it with two A's now. Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> well, Jim Belushi was in Red Heat. I, I forgot that. What's Red Heat? Red Heat is him and, uh, and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh. Yeah, it's like a buddy cop movie, and Arnold, Arnold is from uh, another country. Uh, in it, I want to know what Arnold's from. Another about. country. Uh, that yeah, not generally. It's funny. Just, it's funny how uh, seldom that happened. <laughs> how often movie? we were asked to be like, "Hey, this is my friend Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> from like Iowa." <laughs> and he was like, "You know, I they grew never up, talked about. I grew it. up with a, among you know humble people. <laughs> yeah, he's in a small town. In, there like, is a Minnesota. lot of the time where yeah, he's he's like an everyman, an everyman American. <laughs> totally. Him, 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 like Van Damme. Where they'd yeah. be like, you're the best American soldier we have. And Van Damme would be like, literally speaking French. <laughs> and they'd be like, wow, I love that New York accent. Will you go fight for us in this blood sport? Oh my god, Jim Belushi's been in a million things. I'm never going to find this. But... He, has, he, has, uh, he has truly proven that quantity is more important than quality in the Belushi world. <laughs> I loved him in K9. That was another one I loved. K9. K9. K9 right. K- there was there was Turner and Hooch, yeah. right? Which was super sad. Yeah. And K9 was the more uplifting one of them. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Jim, Jim, Belushi Belushi Jim Belushi and a dog as cop partners. The rare uh, film where um, uh, both of the cop partners are the shitty cop partner that doesn't belong in the film <laughs> without a straight man to hold it all up. There's my, no Tom Hanks. My favorite dog and cop partner thing is Puchinski. Have you ever do you remember oh, yes. the Puchinski? I've heard about this. Where uh, I think it's is it Peter Boyle? The, or the guy from uh, I think it's a dad from Everyone Loves Raymond. He's a cop yeah. who somehow turns into a dog and is a cop. Okay, the listen. Dog's a cop. Okay. That, <laughs> what? <laughs> Don't interrupt this <laughs> yet. <laughs> say it again. Did you say is a it, cop? No, he's, no, a, he's, he's a, a cop. cop. That wasn't the weird part. <laughs> okay, sorry, I missed it. The weird part was uh, that I was unsure of every word that I said. <laughs> the weird, and then he tried to dismount like he had said something <laughs> coherent. 
It's about a cop who's a, a dog who... who's a cop. <laughs> Bada bing, make my movie. He dies saving a dog, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Everardo, can I ask you to... Can I? Ask, I'm just gonna really quickly. I'm gonna say two, three movie titles to you, and I want you to as quickly as possible. I'm sweating. Summarize. So right I want you to summarize what they're about. Okay, and give All me right. the one sentence elevator pitch yeah. about these movies. Okay, Terminator. Give it to me. Okay, <laughs> this is about a, a kill bot machine from the future. No, period. Full stop. <laughs> Full <Okay>. stop. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, yeah. That would be great I mean, that's like a yeah. dust jacket. In Everardo's mind, yeah, a movie it? is just a character study. <laughs> All right. Here's another one. Here's another one. Honestly, uh, I'm more familiar with, with T2. Uh, give me T2. Okay. <laughs> now, that's – he's uh, – in T2, he's good. Like, the Terminator's good. I want this to be <laughs> the right. description of – the movie. <laughs> this is those are the twin descriptions. So one is a killbot from the future, period. Full and then stop, the second one is in this one he's good. Is it that's not that's good. Okay, and then a that's third one. Wrong, the third one. Give me uh give me Amalie in a sentence. Amalie, give me the French okay. indie darling picture this Amalie. Is, this is about a French woman in Paris who is um just living her Trying to trying to uh, live her life in a fun way. Yeah, that was the closest <laughs> one. That was easily the best one. Okay. <laughs> what is that movie even about? Actually, I, I, actually after I asked it, I was like, I don't know. Yeah, we can't even make fun. of I it. think it's about French how movies? hard. It's like if you're cute, if you do things cute, <laughs> eventually yeah. it all works out. <laughs> you just gotta make sure to do them cute. Dad, yeah, I, I'm gonna cut you off here because I really, yeah. I, I've, I have to say, I was right. There was a movie in 1990 starring Jim Belushi called Mr. Destiny, and this is this is the synopsis. Larry Burroughs. Wait, let me tell you what it's all about. Okay, you tell me. What it's, is it about? It's about a man who prays for his brother to die so he can have some of his wealth and fame. And then Mr. Destiny, the genie, shows up and grants him this wish. And he gets to make a thousand unmemorable films and one of the worst TV shows of all time. <laughs> Is that what Mr. Destiny is about? Surprising me, yes. <laughs> All no, right. no. Give me the real one. Larry Burroughs is unhappy and feels powerless over his life. God, it does sound like it. It does sound like it. Uh, he believes his entire life could have turned out differently had he not missed that shot in a baseball game when he was a kid. One night he meets Wait, his... that shot in a baseball That's game? That's what it says. All right. Um, one night Doesn't he... say basketball? No. Okay. One night he meets this mysterious man named Michael, uh, played by Michael Caine, who could change his fate by offering him that alternative life he always dreamed of. But as Burroughs re- em- embarks on this journey... Of self-discovery, he realizes that even his new life has its problems and drawbacks. Ooh. So it's basically like Family Man a little bit. Well, that, it's that, almost you, exactly yeah. like it, yeah. So I say it a re- it's maybe a remake. I mean, I think that's there's, it's a common premise. Oh, I guess so, yeah. The old, like, uh, my life would have turned out different if blank, and then uh, you get the wish fulfilled. But it's not what you wanted. If you get loose enough, you can make that the Little Mermaid. <laughs> oh, I guess. <laughs> a little bit. She gets legs. Could. It's hard, but then it's awesome. It's just if she had a voice, it would be better. <laughs> the Little Mermaid's just about how getting everything you wish you had is perfect unless you lose your voice in the meantime, and then you got to struggle a bit. you got to struggle. Yeah. Everardo, real quick, give me your best Michael Caine impression. All right, Batman. That's good. That's, a, that's, that's pretty good. I was surprised Dick Van myself. Dyke as Michael Caine. Right, Jim Jim Batman. <laughs> that's good. Andy, you want to give me one? 
uh, Batman, what what are you doing, Batman? Come here. <laughs> I want to tell you about this batarang. Only use it for good. I think that's Carl Pilkington <laughs> from the Ricky Gervais <laughs> podcast. You do one. Give me your best, Michael Caine. Oh, no. Oh, dear God. Oh, oh, dear God. Oh, dear. Oh, no. Oh, what movie is that from? Look. Look how small that toilet is. <laughs> no. And you say, I just tie off and then we all jack off into that toilet. That one. While John Belushi is begging to get in to the bathroom. That's my impression of uh, Michael Caine from the time that he did heroin with Del Close and I. I didn't mention that. While John Belushi was begging to use the toilet. And then we all jerked off into the little toilet. And then Michael Caine, as a prank, jerked off into the big toilet. What do you mean, little toilet? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I've been waiting for anyone to ask me I've what I meant I've been picturing a bidet the whole time. Nah, he just had two toilets. Okay. Did you have something else you wanted to talk about, Everardo? Oh, yeah. I just wanted to uh, thank you for bringing me on your pickleball team. It was a great game this weekend. Very welcome. Yeah. I, uh, I never realized, but I am a bit of a natural athlete with mm-hmm. pickleball. Helps I am the youngest person playing by probably 30 years or so. Do you want to, uh, dis- uh, to our listeners, what do you want to describe pickleball? Oh, yeah. So pickleball, this is a game. Uh, it's basically like badminton mixed with uh, ping pong. It's like a slower version of badminton. And uh, it's something you play with, like, a wiffle ball and, and wooden paddles. And uh, Mr. Bush here uh, needed a partner for doubles. And luckily I went and, uh, you know, we played a nice round. And uh, Yeah, don't look at me like that, Andy. You don't like pickleball. You never have. Everardo's I, yeah, just, I don't care. I, yeah, just, I do not want to play pickleball. That's Everardo's uh, slotting in. Yeah. He's doing the nice thing. You know, if ever I roll my ankles, uh, you, I'm sure you could... Fill in for me, but uh, yeah, if he a- ever rolls both his <laughs> ankles at once during pickleball. And uh, Everardo, you got a you got a full pickle in the third. Uh, that's brine. true. And uh, <laughs> some people are saying I'm a bit of a sore winner because I did 15 minutes of a of what can only be described as a touchdown dance in yeah. a pickleball court. It could be described other ways. As just a dance. <laughs> it could be described as a dance. The pickleball winning dance. It can only be described as a specific I type of dance. I looked at the other team and I said, how do you like that? You've, you, and I, I'm not proud of this, but I did call them fucking losers. Yeah. And Everardo uh, got a spiked little bit. the ball yeah. out there. He spiked the wiffle ball and it didn't do much damage, but the uh, point was made. And yeah. most of the old timers on that uh, court that day, well, they filed a complaint. Ooh. They filed a complaint with the Y staff. Yeah, so I don't know. I might have to start playing in a, in a disguise or something because I'm addicted to pickleball. No, you have not been banned from the pickleball. <laughs> I'm a bit of a bad boy Everardo, in the pickleball. You got one. Uh, you got a warning. I got a. <laughs> he always blows things out of proportion. He's get, he gets so dramatic. I'm, I'm about wanted them. by the official pickleball uh, league. Yeah, you're gonna show up in a guy fox mask. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> P is for pickleball. And. Uh, yeah, so I'm not, you know, I'm not proud of it, but what can you say when you're winning and uh, and uh, the the feeling of excitement and, and winning is coursing through your veins? You, yeah, you'll scream at some seniors. Sure, sure. I really thought this was a bit, but it's an actual thing. This is a real yeah. story. Yeah, uh, I love the I love the combination of uh, uh, weird bravado and total non confidence that you well, tell stories yeah, with. Well, yeah, in real right life I'm, I'm more of a I'm kind of a timid guy, not not really an athlete, but something about just being the youngest person 
in in the room and yep. uh, sure the yeah, power that just comes goes right it. to my yeah. head. I yeah. would say being very good at pickleball still makes you not really an athlete. I wouldn't well, go too far. Some here people do right say it's more of a game, not a sport. That's but, right. It falls. Uh, it's 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 roughly slotted in the sporting categories between chess and like. R- running while playing chess, <laughs> jog chess. Well, if it's not a sport, then how can they play it on uh, cruise ships? Uh, because it's a leisure activity. <laughs> why were you playing okay. pickleball? What? What? Dis- what? What, what made do you, you mean? Do why? We're part of a league, which I've told you about like a dozen times, and I've asked you to be my partner, like a good son does, and you haven't. So ever artist, because I to thought come it was in. a fake thing. I thought it was another one of your pranks. What do you mean prank? What am I going to do? Like, hey, come play pickleball. I invite you to the Y, and then shove a pickle a, up yeah, your ass and yeah. film it for my old friends. <laughs> Because I wouldn't call that pickleball. I'd call it pickle has, ass. He has done that, too, in the change. I have done that, but only pre-game to competitors. Yeah. It's more of a, like a pump-up kind of thing for us. We, 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 uh, we did that thing from Breakfast Club to one of the seniors. God. We, did, we did the Emilio Estevez thing where we, we duct-taped an old man's ass cheeks together and then tore the skin off. And Everardo loved it. He was That's, the camera was shaking while he was filming. I don't even really it. love pickleball that much, but the yeah. pre-game antics, the pre and post-game antics, get me pumped up. Yeah, Everardo was worried about getting banned for spiking a wiffle ball. We duct taped an old man's <laughs> ass cheeks together. That's getting us banned for sure. But we also swore him to secrecy, or we'd do so much worse. Mm-hmm. Because we know we're but you've just told everybody that you did this. Ah, who gives a shit? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Trust me, the YMCA staff is not listening to this podcast. They got bigger fish to fry. Speaking of which, we fried a fish and put it down that old man's ass cheeks. We forced him to clench it and walk yeah. around and call himself fish ass. I knew I brought my hot plate and uh, frying oil for a good reason. Yeah, because I asked you to. Because I told yeah. you we were going to fry a fish right. and put him down that man's ass cheeks. Oh, yeah, that makes it real tasty. <laughs> He's going to have to end that when we forced him to eat it and we, we forced him to say, thank you, daddy. <laughs> he was 75 years old. He fought in a war. <laughs> anyway, we had a good time. Pickleball rules. Jesus, man. Honestly, the worst yeah. part of pickleball is playing pickleball. But the best <laughs> part is showing up, hanging out with your See, friends in the change room, brutally bullying yeah. old men. This is why I See, will, this you is, don't actually bring me because I won't do those things. You couldn't handle it. I, don't, I don't I don't bring you because you refuse to come. I would love for you to come and have a nice father-son prank experience. I don't want to duct tape men's asses together. It's bonding. It's, it's bonding. bonding. All the other guys in the change room thinks it, think it's hilarious. They're they begging really? us to do it to them. To and, the old people? And it's for the YouTube channel, which is getting crazy views. You guys have a YouTube channel? Yeah, we've got oh, yeah. we got Rolly and Ev tape that ass. <laughs> There's several different videos of you taping different asses. We do other stuff, but that's our that's our focal prank. Yeah. Yeah. Focal. Good lord. We've taped, I don't know, 16 asses by now. We taped John John Tory's ass cheeks together. <laughs> We broke into the to his mayor's office wearing balaclavas, and Everardo was wearing a, jo- a Rob Ford mask. Yeah, and again, you are incriminating yourself. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Nobody listens to this. He's got bigger yeah. fish to fry. Speaking of which, <laughs> we fried a fish and forced John Tory to hold it in his ass. And we we told him the last things we said were build a subway to Scarborough, where we'll, we'll be back. Yeah, to tape your ass again. And he loved, he loved, everyone there loved it. Norm was looking in at the window, cheering us on. You know, Norm. Who's from, Norm? You know from, that guy who's like friends with uh, Drake on the Twitter? Six, the Sixth Dad. He's you like know, an old really man. I really don't know who, what uh, you're talking about. You don't know like about like Norm? A, Norm, uh, what's his last name? I don't even Kelly? know. Norm Kelly? Kelly, yeah. 
Norm Kelly. All right. I He's like an old fucking man. <laughs> who, uh, I don't even know who he is. I, he's he just got like famous by, by just using like – he's like the political equivalent of like a rapping granny. So like he wears like a yeah. sideways hat and he'll be like, this winter, stay woke, bae. But he's <laughs> no. like an old – I'm not even yeah. joking. He's like an old man in political – who holds political office – and then he like sells Dukes with his like brand on it. Oh my! And boy. he looks old as shit. Like he's he's not one of these like young looking old guys. Like he's very old. Yeah. He and looks- he like he like voted to defund like homeless shelters. And then he'll be like, uh, this winter buy my Dukes, six dad. So anyway, he gets some flack for that. Yeah, which he's yeah. kind of a sack of shit. Well, I hope this isn't like yeah. illegal. What I'm about to say, but I'd love to like fucking murder him. <laughs> I think that's cl- maybe close. I don't mean it. Uh, it parody yeah. law, fair use, fair use. Yeah, parody, parody law. law. No, he's ba- he's a bad sack of shit, and he gets he like intervenes in like rap feuds, like when Drake was feuding with Meek yeah. Mill. Do you remember that? Of course, I don't. You don't know about that one? Yeah, but anyway, sure. Okay. Well, he told Meek Mill he's not allowed back in Toronto. Yeah, that's and right. And I don't know what the, kind of like, authority he, he has just, on this. He tweeted at him. Is that what happened? That's, yeah, that is. He was like hashtag. He was like hashtag. Nope. <laughs> Hashtag oh my not my you're not in my border. So he's like a, a right wing not kind of guy, or no? He his politics are very hard to suss out. Although he's probably conservative, but he seems in the his his major game is just promoting himself. And yeah. honestly, like yeah. he's like he's like at least that one scene from Bullworth yeah. <laughs> as a man. Okay, remember when? Uh, remember when, when he's when, rapping? Yeah. yeah, I thought that was every scene in Bullworth. It might be. It? I've never seen yeah. it. It's a fun little trip down a variety of lanes, but we cannot lose sight of what this podcast is all about. It's about helping my gorgeous son, Andy, uh, pursue his dreams, follow his uh, pure life's path to the highest highs. And uh, in the name of that, we like to bring on a guest every episode to help him out. And this week's guest is so great. I saw her speaking at a women's positivity conference, the Women Conference, at the, uh, at, a, at the convention center across town, and I was just blown away by everything she had to say. So uh, please welcome Linda Van Ho. Sorry Hi. for making you sit there and uh, listen to us talk about Jim Belushi, etc. for like 45 minutes. Um, it's fine. I, I get paid by the minute, so oh, wow. that's fine. I forgot I am paying Linda to be here. Mm-hmm. You're paying her to be here, Dad. Yeah. Well, I think that she's got a lot to say. Uh, on the topic of positivity, on the topic of, you know, have I summed up what you do well enough? Well, I am a success coach. Okay. So I coach success into people. Mm. I coax it in mostly. Coach it and coax it. Funnel. I funnel success. Sure, sure. Wow. Inside Increasingly of... Increasingly aggressive <laughs> verbs. <laughs> yeah. Uh. That's good. I love that. I love that. So, and, and what's, uh, how'd you get, you know, what's your story? How'd you get started? What, what's your favorite thing about it? Tell us everything. Okay, so I did uh, I did get started. Um, I don't know how familiar you are with Elizabeth Gilbert, who wrote Eat, Pray, Love. Any uh, any uh, relation to Another the movie. cartoon ca- comic strip character Gilbert? <laughs> vaguely, vaguely cousins on the father's side, yes. Oh, nice, Patrilinear. Nice, nice. Family. She wrote, what did you say she wrote? Eat. Eat. Pray. Pray. Love. Oh. Familiar with that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is this a is this a good book? Is this a book? I, it is not. Oh, you don't like it? <laughs> no. Is she, is she your competition? She is. Ooh, yes. Eat that. Eat that. Yes, but she that. is also my qualification because uh, um, in in her being such a successful life coach and positivity guru, 
Um, and since she and I both went to college with um, the same professors at separate times, uh, oh. I feel qualified. So you went to college for what you do? No. Oh. I went to college for um, philosophy. Oh, really? Yes. Yes. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, yes. And what, so what, what, what does that look like when you're you know, taking this path? Philo- okay, I'm, trying to, I'm putting together the pieces. Philosophy. You're thinking about life, meaning, the mm-hmm. world. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm saying it, it doesn't seem like such a, a large leap to uh, you yes. know, positivity coaching. Yes, for, for hire. Sure. Absolutely. Sure. Yes, I just, uh, just pummel success into people yeah. like a philosopher. Who's your favorite philosopher that you know, would, would have... Uh, Pummel. I just yeah, talked wait, that. You, that, Definitely Epicurious. We've gone from coach to coax to funnel to mm-hmm. pummel. We're following a sort of like aggressive rhyme mm-hmm. uh, progression here. I like this. I love it. It's very So Epicurious is your favorite? Well, I'm yes. Epicurious to hear what you like about him because I don't even know who that is. Oh, well, excellent. Okay, so he is uh, he, he's an ancient Greek philosopher. Oh, I'm only familiar with the modern Greeks. Oh, then you are missing out. Stavros. <laughs> You got to catch up on the backlog. It's yeah. a lot of bangers back there. Oh yeah, sure, yeah. sure, yeah, sure. Um, so he, uh, um, Epicurus, uh, decided that life is actually better if you have less. So he was one of the first simplicity people, and he married his cousin and lived off of cabbage. Wow. Yes. I really. Yes. Is it? I guess it is it simpler to listen to marry your cousin. I guess it's a bit simpler. It's simpler. It's simpler. It Uh, was simpler back then. I think maybe not now. And I do think you know Greek families. If I can operate using only stereotypes, they live together. Oh, you can. Yep. And they love big weddings. (laughs) Oh, they love them big and they love them fat. (laughs) Sure do. They love them Greek. Sure do. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Do you do you like the work of Nina? No, I only read women's memoirs. And then no movies to speak of. Never seen a movie. Sure. Not even like Eat, Pray, Love the movie? No, I would never. You wouldn't? I wouldn't. You hate her? Yeah. You hate this woman? Well, I I positively hate her. Oh, sure. (laughs) You want to pummel your opinions into her? Yes, my success. I want to just drape it on her and then have it hit her. Can I, say, can I say something? Yes. I know that you're an expert in positivity, but you are transparently angry. <laughs> you're not doing a good job hiding it. Oh, I am not into hiding things. I like to keep everything up and boiling, just rolling boil. You're rolling boil. So, uh-huh. I, and, and you don't feel that that you know, sort of uh, conflicts with the message of positivity at all? No, it's, it's a wake-up juice that's free, just staying rageful. This is so different wow. from what I assumed your whole deal was. Not six minutes ago. I kind of, you know, I was nervous. I kind of like her now. I think this. Is, so you're just saying rage is helpful. Very helpful. So it's just it, the, the the if you just can stay at a, at an at a nine rage wise. Yes. You're, yes. You how do you how do you how do you get success from that? Well, um, tell me. You can read about it in my book. Just like Elizabeth Gilbert has, eat, pray, love. Yeah. Mine is um, skinny, rage. Hate skinny so, rage. Yes. Hate. Wow. You gotta stay skinny. It's it's a mean world out there. I feel skinny. like the wow. word positivity is misleading. Positivity, coach. Positive that you have to be positive about your rageful emotions. Yes, I guess okay. that tracks. Yeah, you gotta be true to yourself. You gotta be yeah. true to yourself. Well, now, okay. What, oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah, I was just gonna ask, like, what kind of people do you coach? It, very rich, rich people, rich and people. I 
I coach them into more riches. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so they kind of sure. do most of the work for you. No, 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 no. Like, oh, okay. oh, give, me, give, give okay. us the juice. Give us the juice. Uh, give us the rage juice. It rhymes with um, Polanis Stamos. <laughs> it rhymes with John Stamos. It rhymes with what? Say that again. John Stamos. John. It rhymes Do- with John Ron Stamos. Damos. Oh my God, Bon Jamos. <laughs> yes, very successful uh, sports writer, Bon. Bon Jamos. Jamos. You you wow. coached Bon Jamos Lee of the bon. Kansas City Sentinel. I did. Sports writer of yes. fame. Yes, and he didn't even have a column when I started with him. <gasps> he was just independently wealthy. Yes, his parents were very rich. And oh, how, how did the rage fun. help him get that job? Like, how do you? Like, how did an, it not help him? In get an that interview, job? how would sure. you go about that? That's like. Um, well, he he walked into the glass office. Okay. Uh, where his um, where his editor was smoking a cigar, mm. asking for okay, more photos. Okay, yeah, because it was 1955. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And he yeah. slammed that glass door so hard that it uh, broke. Wow. While asking for a raise, demanding a raise. And he demanded a raise before he even had the job. That's yes. incredible. <laughs> that yeah. is nerve. That is success. And the editor promptly died of a heart attack because he was smoking a lot. And, oh, and uh, he was probably surprised. Uh, yeah, a, a little surprised. Yeah. And then, uh, and then he died. Yeah. And, uh, and he got the job. Whoa. Bon Jamos. I have a question about the editor. Thank you. The cigar smoking editor. Did he ever manage to get those photos of Spider-Man? No. <laughs> tragically, he died. Sure. So Dad, Dad, I'm really glad you brought her to help me. Listen, I think she's. I think that we're getting a lot of good stuff out of this. We're getting, we're getting positivity. We're getting, um, you know, uh, I mean, if to use the example of Bon Jamos, going for what you want and that's demanding right. it. That's right. So this, so you're saying that's what I should be doing right now. I shouldn't. I should be demanding the things that I want. Well, um, furiously. What is it that you do now? Oh, that is an excellent question, Andy. Do you want to answer yeah, that? Yeah, I've been wondering this that Andy myself. Since about you. <laughs> it's a lot of things. I mean, I'm 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 sort of a man of many uh, interests. Soros. <laughs> well, you know, I am a man of many interests. <laughs> is your rage? Is your rage? Just... Wait, no, don't deflect this. I, Andy, I, and what I'm do sorry. you do? I didn't ask what you don't. I'm sorry, what I'm do you do? Of many I shouldn't have interrupted. And many interests. Well, what? What are these interests? I like to. I like to write. I like to play music. I like to. Uh, st- I mean, I like to study. I'm. A, I'm a He's studier. a Renaissance man. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually reading the Divine Comedy, so that's that's are something. You? Interestingly enough, Epicurus uh, is in uh, hell in uh, in the Divine Comedy. Ooh. All of the philosophers are in hell. One of the circles, I think, is the fifth, just because they uh, they got it wrong. You know what is this? Uh, a cutting remark that Ted Danson delivers on NBC's <laughs> The Good Place? Is oh, that what I'm hearing good right place now? Jokes. I'm a big fan. I love. I love The Good Place. Yeah, the good place. Yeah. Let me tell you, those philosophers, they're in the bad place. Sorry, Cheaty. <laughs> Sorry, Cheaty. You guys watch that? I, I do, So yeah. you got all these talents. Do you, are any of these – how are these How applicable? do I take these talents and turn them into success is my question. Yeah, that's my question okay, too. but you haven't established what makes you talented. Well, I, Where is your talent? Well, I guess – I mean I don't know if I'm exactly talented as a writer or a musician, but I mean it's what I like to do. Do I have to – how do I know if you I'm have talented? To, it's not what you like to do. It's what you're talented But how do I know that? Mm. You would be better than other people at something. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Like how I am. So how would I – but how would right? that be – 
pickleball, a good uh, example. Or like what I am at, like taping old men's ass cheeks together with duct tape. I mean, I'm so honestly, you're the Einstein of it. I'm the best and possibly the only man <laughs> pushing That's that art forward. certainly the worst and, and only. So how am I supposed to find out if I'm better than other people? Do I... Do I uh, well, say, has anybody ever paid you to do anything? Well, no, but... Uh, yes. Well, I... You, I guess, yes. I paid you $5 to write me a nice piano song about taking a bath. (laughs) I think that was a pretty good song, Dad. I paid you a nice $5. How did that go again? Hmm? How did that go again? The nice uh, little uh, piano song you sang me about taking a bath? I mean, really, it was more... Soothed me so good? It was more of of a ballad, really. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Sure. That doesn't... Okay. How did that go again? It, well, I'll, I'm not going to sing it, but I'll do the lyrics. Sure. Uh, dead in the water, like a greasy otter. Yeah. Uh, cute and soft. Yeah. Um, cute and soft. Like Microsoft? Uh, that, yeah. that part, I just kind of... That's my favorite part. That's my favorite part. Where I rhyme soft with soft, because I kind of lost it a little then bit. You would, cause you would, then you would... Because um, then I would always imagine the paperclip singing it. <laughs> cute and soft, like Microsoft. And then you'd have this part where you were like... Uh, are you sure that's what you meant to spell? <laughs> I'm a paperclip and a helper as well. You remember that? That was, yeah, kind of, that was that my part. favorite part. You said it was a ballad, but it wasn't really. What? It was kind of just a jingle. Well, yeah, with the music, though. that was It was, it was slow and, and, yeah. and kind of melodic. Yeah, it yeah. was kind of like that. Uh, what's that Harry Nilsson song? Uh, I can't live. It was kind of like that. You kind of did it, like really draw it out, uh, which was weird. Which because was weird I was, because you wanted me to sing it while you were in the bath. I was naked in that the bath. That was the grossest part. <laughs> You're the one who chose to make it a ballad. Yeah. You crooned a lot. I didn't know it was to going me. to be whilst you were in the bath. I said, Andy, I'll give you five bucks to bring that piano in here and sing me a song while I'm in the bath. And everything else was your choice. Everything else. I tried was your choice. to turn the you piano went. around, so my back was to you. You made me One turn it around. One of the lyrics was you calling me cute and soft. <laughs> cute and soft. Did he use the drum setting? Did you use the drum setting? You did. Mm, yes. You had like a Phil Collins breakdown halfway through where it went dum 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 dum. He's cute and soft. Yeah, you really belted that part. And that's, I really, that's where you earned four of your five dollars. What I'm trying to say is that, I guess, is that I, if I am paid for something, I will give it my all no matter what, whether it's... So music. You know, Music's something he can so do. So something like that. Okay. Right. He's good at it. So um, five dollar <laughs> bathroom ballads. That's so, not oh, what you I think want he should literally pursue literally five dollar bathroom balance? Yeah, like just w- walk up to dads and offer my my service. Angrily, angrily, yeah. you have to could, bust down that door of those dads so and bath. kick doors open while dads are in the yes. bath and and yell at them saying I'll sing a song money. to them. Okay. Demand. You, you so could just be to, like uh, just to clarify, a grown man is going to commit B and E's. He's going to break and enter into. Other grown men's homes while they're bathing and demand. $5. There's so many questions that I have. The only problem I see is where are we going to get? Them? Yeah, and how am I going to know if they're having a bath? I mean, how will yeah. I know that? How will he know? You can draw them a bath. What? Pretty clear. When but how does he know before he busts in? Yeah, I won't know. Steamy windows. You just go and look it could for be a shower. I can't it. make this whole thing. Okay, That's right. you have to figure some of this out yourself I mean, if you want to be this successful. Is, this is the rage that you were. You know, talking what? About. you could yeah. just go to like be one of those 
bathroom guys at restaurants that wash your hands for you, but oh, you yeah. just sing songs. An attendant. There you go. A $5 so, attendant. You know, you know like what that. we're doing here? We're sort of bringing like it into that. the world of legitimate employment almost. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I have a feeling I would make more money just by doing that as opposed to actually like playing a song for them. I think they just be want to yeah. do just dry my hands or whatever. Yeah. Or I, you know, uh, I think those guys are also uh, cocaine dealers a lot yeah. of the time. I are think they? they're union as I well. So. I honestly never. Yeah. What? Union? Union cocaine dealers. Yeah. It's really Cocaine dealers. Are they really? Yeah. They keep those noses clean. I never thought about that of course they're cocaine dealers what? of course these guys who are giving you towels yeah. and all that stuff are like also deal drugs in the bathroom no, i don't think so Do i think uh well, i've had some pretty gentle bathroom attendants in my day yeah i don't know well i always dealing, feel so weird did when they sing there. to you though yeah. They didn't, and I felt like it was a missed opportunity missed opportunity you could busk in bathrooms <gasps> bathroom busker Oh, I'm not now busking. We're doing it. Now, now it's I'm even now job title. Yeah. That sounds now, good. I'm not, yeah. ba- mm-hmm. I'm not busking in yeah. bathrooms. Bathroom. So you have your Yamaha <laughs> piano Great acoustics. On, on the cross step, you know, yeah. and then you have your open case, yeah. which I, I believe is a soft case, and then you have people tossing coins, and when they toss coins, no, I don't five know how five dollars a jingle. Demand, demand more money. It has to be folding money. None of this of change. That I have, yeah. but I, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if that's the the best use of my talent. This is a great idea because what's the best place to busk in a situation where they cannot move, they can't go anywhere. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. So I'll yep. just drag my piano in there while they're taking a shit and just uh, yes, and a start and bedazzle the pants off of them. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man, who just talked about jerking off in a toilet with Del Close. I apologize. It's how Del would have wanted me to tell the story. It's not how I wanted to tell the story. I'm normally very, you know, nice about my language. I duct tape the bums of old men together. You said ass. Yeah, I was telling it the way Del well, would have wanted me to tell This is your new career it. you're talking about. you got to speak with All right, some so, sort okay, of so I play piano it. whilst uh, people are on the, uh, on the toilet. And what? How they? How do they? How do they give me the money under the on their under way the stall? out? On the way out or under the stall? They could under, under the, the stall, stall over the bra. Yeah, <laughs> you guys remember that from when you were kids? <laughs> no, under That's, the stall over the bra. That was first base. Under the, under the stall, shirt under the, over the bra. Under the stall over the bra. That was not. <laughs> that didn't factor highly into my childhood. Uh, well, different generations, I guess. No. Yeah, generation gap. Yeah, because you'd be know. a baby boomer. Is it really? Yeah, I'm a boomer. A boomer. <laughs> yeah, boom and boomer. Born during the boom. Oh, yeah. My dad came home from World War II. No legs. No arms. Fully loaded balls. Ready <laughs> ready to boom out a baby. Fully loaded. My dad was like, it's Doritos chips. Fully loaded. So, yeah, I think that's a great idea. Bathroom busker. Perfect. Thank you. That's great. Thank you so much, Linda Van Hope. For Remember that. to yeah. slam doors. Slam doors and kick them and, down. And, and inadvertently murder people or murder people on purpose with my rage. I believe that's that's your call. That's up to me. You that's can't I know you can't condone murder. Okay, thank you. Linda, finish this, was, this sentence. Despite all my rage, I am still just a success coach for hire. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Success <laughs> coach, coach for hire. For This is a fun segment. We always like to uh, give our intern an opportunity to participate and uh, get his chops up because he is training at the uh, Ryerson School to become a professional podcast host mm-hmm. of his own podcast. He's not there yet. Yep. But Everardo, uh, what, what little uh, treat, treatsy morsel do you have for us uh, today, for uh, us and Linda, to uh, play around with? All right. Uh, this is a game called 
uh, Banksy or Pranksy. Okay. <laughs> That's kind of a title oh, that I never it. came yeah. around to finding anything else. But since you're kind of like an inspirational success coach sort of person, I find Banksy to be super inspirational with his kind of his graffiti art. Mm-hmm. And uh, so what we're going to do is I'm going to give you some quotes, and you guys are going to guess if that's a Banksy quote or a Pranksy quote, which is, means uh, not Banksy from someone else. Sure, if you're pranking us. Yeah, but it's not – yeah. So Pranksy's not another person. It, it doesn't really re- refer to be, it being a prank. It's just kind of like not Banksy. Okay. I guess uh, – It's a misleading title. I feel like Banksy is Pranksy. You know what I mean? He's always pulling pranks. That's true. kind of like Banksy is that. I never really thought well, about let's, it. Let's but. just see how so it goes. So is, right. is this Banksy or is this someone completely uh, not Banksy? Uh, yeah, that's basically the game. Okay, yeah. Banksy, not Banksy. Banksy or Pranksy? Okay, so uh, first quote. The greatest crimes in the world are not committed by people breaking the rules, but by people following the rules. Ooh, what do you think, Linda? I think Pranksy. You think that's not a Banksy quote? I think that's not a Banksy quote. Who do you really? think said it, maybe? Um... DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled? Yes. Do you know who that is, Andy? Andy doesn't know modern music. Uh, He's like the dad in this scenario. DJ Khaled. He's a a DJ. Sure, yeah. What's he look like? (laughs) He's he's got uh, dreads? Okay. Oh. oh my god. Was that too far? That's the worst thing I've ever said. Well, what, 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 what's the defining characteristic? His, of... his sugar, brown sugar eyes. He's, he's got a warm he's got essence. Brown sugar he's eyes. a big, he fat, he's a big fat man. He's got like a t- tight tailored beard. Dreads. He carries a baby. Oh my god, it doesn't look anything like what I thought he was looking <laughs> like. Yeah, you're thinking of the twins from Matrix 2. Maybe I'm thinking of like Millie Vanilli or something. Millie Vanilli had I think dreads. they had dreads. Not DJs, singers. Or braids. Oh, so they Maybe braids. they had braids. What is it? What are they? I think they were micro braids. I think you're right. Micro oh, braids. God. So that was a Banksy quote. <laughs> that really? was Banksy. I would have guessed Banksy. Banksy All hates right. the rules. Well, let's do another one. Let's see. If, Bra- um, if Banksy sees a rule, hates it, breaks it. You should see Banksy in a 50 speed zone. Yeah, just look for the car going 55. <laughs> okay, next quote. What appears to be a breakdown is actually a breakthrough. The worst day of your life is actually the best day of your life. Oh. Okay. Is this uh, a Jim Belushi re the death of his brother? <laughs> I feel like that's a possibility. What do you think, Linda? Uh, I think it is um, Oscar winner Tom Hanks. Why would you say that? This, this is a pranksy bet. No, because he's a he's a popular man and uh-huh. he's got a positive uh, flow. He's very positive. Positive flow. Mm-hmm. So, and, so he's a rapper. Yeah. Yeah. So you're just you're he's, diving he's into He's America's Everyman. He can do it. I, I would... He wrote a book. I feel like he stopped being America's Everyman. You know what I mean? Don't you dare say that. You feel he still is? He's, isn't he playing like Mr. Rogers? Oh, I think is so. He? Yeah. So, so. yes, yeah, so that was definitely... He's... Yeah. A, I don't know. There's something, there's something a bit off about him these days. <laughs> something off. What? I don't, yeah. I don't. Ever since we that have David Pumpkins left. shit, he's like. I think yeah. honestly, ever since that movie where he played a vague Eastern European stuck in the terminal, you know, remember <laughs> the movie The Terminal? That was a weird choice. And ever since then, because he was kind of playing like Mork crossed with like Balky. <laughs> Jesus. Inside, living inside like a duty free, you know, bottle zone or whatever. Well, yeah. he's going to play Mr. Rogers, and that seems like a perfect, you know. Uh, Maybe. 
If you oh, told me this oh. years ago, I'd say yeah. Still who, who else could play Mr. Rogers? The Rock. Mm. Dwayne yeah. The Absolutely. Rock Johnson. Absolutely. Give us the Absolutely. Mr. Rogers we want. A really the, every, cardigan? Every puppet is played by Kevin Hart. Yes. <laughs> Kevin Hart is a king. Kevin Hart is a postman. Kevin Hart is, I don't know, whatever the other puppets. C- train conductor. So that was a quote from uh, Pastor Blaine. He's kind of one of these like hip young pastors uh, oh. for Justin Bieber and the don't likes. Don't ask me what he looks like. Pastor Blaine. Pastor Blaine. Yeah, what do you Pastor think? Pastor. Blaine. I don't know what he looks like. What do you think he looks like, uh, Andy? Don't I Google know. it. I think I'm he has a neo Nazi haircut and full sleeve tattoos. That's dead on. That's yes. A great guess. <laughs> that is exactly <laughs> what Linda he looks like. Van Hope. And he has one of those like of long shirts. You know those long shirts that are in now. Long shirts. Yeah, they're like long t-shirts. You're talking about a dress. <laughs> <laughs> they're kind of like a dress, but they also have like a wide, like, uh, this guy? like a wide neck. Oh, like a dress. <laughs> <laughs> You're describing. It's got some fringe. You know, yeah, yeah, you can wear it on your wedding. It's like, <laughs> you know, a uh, shirt. Kind of like frill at the bottom. <laughs> Justin Bieber listens to this guy? Yeah, oh, wait, no, that's a different Toronto. That's a different that's, pastor. That is not Pastor Blaine, right? That's not the no, Pastor Blaine. Find a different Pastor Blaine. Am I spelling him wrong? B-L-A-I-N or B-L-A-N-E? B-L-A-Y-N-E. Oh, that's Of course it is. What? That guy's... That's not him either. That is not him, right? Stop pulling up... Maybe his name's not Blaine. <laughs> what? You what? don't know Nick what it is? Who is this guy? I, pretty, I, I could have sworn his name was Pastor Blaine. Yeah, just type in Justin yeah, Bieber's search, uh, pastor. Justin yeah. Bieber's pastor. But it's he's like a hipster pastor. And it's like, this is like a whole new thing. Hipster pastor. <laughs> cha, cha, There's actually cha, one cha, of these cha. churches, I think, in Toronto. I think it's there is. Called, like, I, C3 or I something. I thought it was a coffee C3. shop, and I accidentally oh, yeah. stayed for a second. Oh, it feels yeah. like a coffee no. shop. No. Yeah. What? Oh. They had a guitar, and I was too <laughs> awkward to totally leave. That's totally who... Oh, God. Ew. Yeah. Oh, What is his God. actual name? That's... Yeah, that, okay. Oh, that's... His name's not Blaine, then, I guess. Mama Like. Sorry. Mama, does Mama like that? Mama ripped likes man? that. I mean, he is yeah. a ripped man. Yeah. All right, and well, third... He, he looks like a combination of, like, um, like, uh, uh... Like who's that guy? Who's that like uh, creep photographer for Vice? Oh yeah, Terry Richardson. Oh, it's like yeah. Terry Richardson, but like uh, Terry Richardson uh, post prison body. Like, if, like if Terry Richardson got affected by the ooze from Ninja Turtles Two: Secret of the Ooze and turned into like you know the ripped rhinoceros version <laughs> of Terry Richardson, that's what he looks like. Really, I'm just reacting to those awful no clear framed glasses. Yeah, you know, uh, I might be a baby bad. boomer dad, but I have pretty nuanced opinions on <laughs> modern fashion. Well, yeah, that seems like something that a baby boomer dad would have opinions on. You think so? You should see me dabbing at sports games when they cut to me on the Jumbotron. <laughs> I dab for a bit, and then it's all thumbs up. All right. All right. Third and final quote. War is literally one of the worst things ever. Whoa. Who said that? Is Banksy that, or Pastor Blaine? Oh, that's and Banksy. the only those two are options are that. Those are the, those are oh. the two options. This should have been called Banksy or Pastor Blaine. Yeah. Well, uh, next time. Just trying yeah. to get cute. Yeah. yeah. Do that again and I'll fucking tape your ass cheeks <laughs> together with duct tape. Watch out for the fish. War is literally one of the worst things ever. Uh, Linda Van Hope, is that Banksy or is that Pastor Blaine? You know... I feel like it's a setup, so I'm going to go with Pastor Blaine. It would, it's hard to believe that that would be Banksy. 
It is Banksy. No. Yeah. What are you talking about? Of course it's Banksy. <laughs> he wrote it on the uh, wall in Israel. What? That, what? You know that wall that he painted? He didn't write, war is like literally. literally <laughs> what, what's the quote? War is literally one of the worst things ever. How is it one of? <laughs> what is worse? Someone <laughs> cheating on you is worse than war. Yeah, I agree. Disagree. Hard disagree. Someone cheating on you is the worst thing that can happen. <laughs> Anyway. What's, you know what would be the worst thing to happen is like if a bomb was falling on your town and you were like, and you were like, uh, you're like, we gotta get out of here, and you went ran home to f- find your wife, and bring her to safety, and she was cheating on you. Yeah, that would be. Tell me one thing that's worse than that. I would. I'd prefer a war, personally. Okay, <laughs> that's why I prefer my, any wife. That's why you're my beautiful boy. What yeah, we're on, we're on the kind of a, on the same wavelength. Andy, if you want to be my beautiful boy, you got to get on board with the things I believe, the things I you love. Think cheating is worse than war. You know, it's it's an opinion I hold, and Everardo knows the value. There's nothing wrong with that. So, like the to like him, twenty million Russians died in World War II, but uh, but that's 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 not as bad as. That's so interesting to me that that's <laughs> the statistic. Twenty million Russians. They did. Sure, they did. So do you want to go to this? Do you want me to go to the Holocaust? Is that what you're saying? I don't know. I'm just six feel, million, which is terrible. I feel like you saw the obvious ones, and then you got. <laughs> and I went. I went got, to the side. I'm not going to go. I don't go to the like, obvious You know what? Road. I'm going to. I'm going to give them twenty million Russians died, and that that was that yeah. was. I'm going to give the figure that no one else dares give. I'm going to give the uh, Jeopardy figure. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We all know about six million Jews, but are you familiar with the 20 million 20 Russians? 20 million Russians. They won the war, essentially. They fought like they, they – I mean, my, it was a – 30 million Americans died in Pearl Harbor. That is not true. <laughs> in the I, village I do, of Pearl Harbor. Yeah, they were all there. I do appreciate you trying to give – like these uh, other facts that maybe people don't know. I'm like just everyone knows the, the six million. Put up a, put, uh, they, they, they sacrificed a lot for our freedom, actually. So we, we should give them their due. Poo boy. Yeah. Okay. What? No, we should. No, we shouldn't. <laughs> sure, sure. I mean, it was terrible. Stalin was terrible. He just basically threw people. Anyway, I don't know. If I get the Russians suffered. No I one's denying. Yeah. No one's denying that the Russians suffered. Listen. Mm-hmm. They did. And no one's denying that. The Russian people. Linda Van Hope is coming out strong against the Reds. <laughs> yeah, you saying what Real you strong. Mean? Pummeling. Yeah, you got to pummel some of that rage positivity into uh-huh. them. Well, Everardo, that was a very successful another, game. Another great game. Maybe we'll come back sometime. I love it. I wrote a book on positivity once. Oh, did you? Yeah. It was called Eat, uh-huh. Pray, uh-huh. Eat. Oh. Eat, 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 eat. Oh, eight eats. Love. To eat, 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 eat. I love it. It I was love mostly it. a cookbook, <laughs> but it was recipes designed to engender feelings of goodwill. Okay. You remember my cookbook, Andy? Yeah, I do. I remember you were really focused on it for about uh, three months. Yeah. You wouldn't talk to me. You basically just locked yourself in your room. It was my passion. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I had to fend for myself as a child, so that was That's a little right. weird. But, That's right. um, but yeah, I guess you came out and... Uh, you were living alone with me. Mom was gone during this time, yeah. and uh, and I was pretty focused on my. Funny how it was all about a cookbook, but I actually that's where I learned to cook because you wouldn't cook me any food. Yeah, and most yeah. of my recipes were just me hollering through the door and saying, "What you cooking out there, Andy?" Yeah, and then you would tell me what you were struggling to make, and then I would jot it down and yeah. uh, put a nice spin on I it. I was so small, my tiny hands couldn't reach the little knobs on the stove and everything. And that's right. Yes, it was really. So it's, it's mostly great. cereal, mostly cold things. Yeah, then. that's basically it. I mean, I tried at some point to like use the stove, but that that ended in disaster. Yeah. So we had part. one of my favorite meals, which you designed, it was called three pieces of unbuttered bread. 
and uh, but which I called Crust Never Sleeps. Oh, as which a nod to Neil Young. I see that. And then I and then I and then I and then I uh, asked Neil Young for permission to use his image to sell to for this one page of my cookbook, and he famously told me, um, <laughs> "No." Oh. And then I went ahead with it. And, but um, that's the kind of person you are. You don't. You just. You'll just go. You. You just push through. I repaid him by giving him the idea for Pono. Wait, you came up with Pono. I did. That's how I eventually repaid him. I said, w- "Will it make things right if I give you a, 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 an idea for a invention that is like you know I don't know what it is, but it's a music player that plays music at a really really high quality. And it's yeah, super. Expensive. He came up with all that stuff. Okay, so said, you just said a music player. Hey, you know said, the iPod? Do that. I didn't even better. say a music player. I said oh. you got to invent something, and it's got to be called Pono. <laughs> and he loved so you the just name. Came up so, with the word Pono. He loved the name so much that 15 years later, he uh, figured out how to use it for a name for a product. But it 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 dried it it it, it uh, sopped up the bad blood between us. Put a band aid on the bad blood. Well, sopped it up like unbuttered bread. Hell yeah, oh, sister. Nice. nice. Hell yeah. So, you know, it was a good cookbook experience, and I dedicated it to you. Bredicated it to you. Uh-huh. All yeah. of the recipes yeah. were bread. Um, Linda, is there anything else you want to get to before we uh, say goodbye forever? Um, yeah, I want, to, um, I want to push my book. Oh, please do. Please do. Thank you. It's called um, You Gotta Want It More Than the Next Guy. That's a good title. Yeah, and it's about taking things from men. This oh, book is okay, I get it. Really focused on getting okay. it back. Oh, that's that's good. That's like feminist reparations. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. So you are a feminist. Sure. Sure. And who among us isn't? Right. Andy. I'm Andy. But who I am a total feminist. The rest of us. Yeah. Andy, you're not a feminist. You're a men's rights activist. That is not true. Yes, you are. Not true. You run a pickup artist collective. That is not true. Yes, it is. Dad, I don't do that. Andy, your best friend is Dimitri the Russian. Dimitri the Greek. He's your best friend. That's not true. You know this guy? I don't, but it sounds like you do have a lot of rage against women. Why don't you use that to make money? I don't have any rage against women, and if I did, I wouldn't use it uh, to make any kind of money. This is great advice, Linda's yeah, helping you funnel, pummel, and channel. Uh-huh. Channel. You gotta channel it. Your misogynist rage I, yes. into no. a lucrative career Why? as a pickup artist and a speaker. Yes. No, so a, wait, wait, crooner. Okay. Bathroom crooner. A bathroom so you want me to crooner? be a rage bathroom crooner? It's not what women. I want. It's oh what you God. want. I didn't say to women. Because I, I don't like men. them, so I break into women's bathrooms and play the piano angrily at them? Are you having a tinkle? Maybe <laughs> a stinkle? I'll tell you what stinks. It's women. You can really... <laughs> Rake it in. You could rake in it in. In a woman's bathroom, you want no, me to sing that? You I do said that men's. I said men's In a men's bathroom, bathroom, oh, men's bathroom at a pickup artist conference. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, Talk sorry. about how much you hate women, which oh, yeah. evidently is right at the surface. Not true. Yeah. And, uh, and you could okay. make five dollars. Because I thought for a second. A, yeah. a jingle. Yeah. Okay, good. I honestly thought that you wanted me to break into women's bathrooms, but now that I know it's in men's this bathrooms. Isn't, this isn't singing. Porky's, Andy. This is good, wholesome, Porky's misogynist was in, Porky's bathroom was busking. In the men's ba- it was in the men's bathroom. Right. There was a hole. A glory hole. There was a glory hole. hole, and they saw it, and they, that's, that's the difference. You know, in my day, a glory hole was just a nice hole that you had carved into a wall so that you could look at your wife changing against her knowledge. 
simpler times. It was simpler times. Anything else you wanted to share, Linda? Anything else you wanted to promote or say or anything? I'm a huge fan of Jennifer Jokes on Twitter. There you go. Oh, wow. That's interesting. That's interesting. She's very rage-filled. So kindred spirits. At Jennifer Jokes on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You can get some good jokes from that. She's yes. got a lot of followers, I've noticed. She's doing okay. She's doing great. That's all the dirty work. That's all the news that's fit to print, ladies and gentlemen. On behalf of my son, um, Andy, whose favorite comedian is Jim Belushi. <laughs> He's not bad. And who can't say enough about the movie where Jim Belushi and a dog are cop partners. That's Canine, it. and there's also Mr. Destiny. That's Canine. Check films. out Canine. Check out Mr. Destiny if you want to see two Jim Belushi vehicles that you won't forget. And, um, yeah, that's it. Thank you, Linda. Thank you, Andy, my gorgeous son. And everyone else, goodbye.